Cooch is the best thing in the world. I don't know about that. Sir. I know about that. That's because you don't deal with that. I'm the boss hog of Coochie. Oh, you want them suits like Johan. Oh, no, you want them to hair tapping braids like Ampan. Oh, you trying to get you a little stud like Devin had. Young nigga from the north side, I never been capping. Duval nigga, I'm never ducking that action. I pull up in that whip, niggas know what I be blasting. Random ass a podcast, no fuck nigga be snapping. I don't know if it's me, but I'm the realest nigga of the week. Disagree, they gon' have to come and get their ass beat. Bear beneath, put that boy six feet deep. I had Joe zip him up when they say that nigga deceased and pay. Deacon Ample Rat to go slide to the week and preach. Thanksgiving at Devin crib, but sub is what do you eat? Niggas been lame. Can I get a lean ass nigga? Podcast. It's the best damn podcast. Nigga, stop sleeping. If a nigga disagree, puts it, boy, stop breathing. I think you got yesterday. Hey, man, we back. <laughs> yes, sir. Another episode of Random Max Podcast. It's your boy. It's a good Sunday. Feeling good. Hey, feeling, man. Feeling holy today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, um, there is a song called Holy. Uh, and it's amazing. I forget the singer now, and I just drew a blank. But Google it. It's a black chick. Check it out. Mm. Continue. All right, man. Well, yeah, we back. Another episode of Random Master Podcast. Just like last episode, I got another book in my hand. There we go. The we power. Go. <laughs> the power. <laughs> this time, it's actually very educational, and this really will. This is a transference of power. Yeah. Because once you get That's you a right. copy, you going to have the power. Yeah. And it's not no junk book or nothing. Nah. This going to get you some bread. Come on, talk gonna, about it. This book right here, this going to change your life. You won't even need the methods no more. Yeah. Joe, <laughs> did you introduce yourself? I didn't. Uh, it's Mr. Jefferson. Y'all know what it is. Hey, we got two Joes in the building tonight. Yeah, so two dog. good niggas. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I don't know. Man. Don't Don't slander to Anthony's. We straight I know, too. I, we decent too. I, I I know nothing but good Anthony, so okay, you good in my book. That's good. That's good, man. We got special guests, man, all the way from Colorado, man. For sure. Let them, did I say it right? I be messing. I be messing that up every every week. They slander me because I don't know how to say it. You it said matter, Colorado, but yeah, you just saying when you saying it like with a with a Duval accent. Yeah. You saying that so, bit with a Mexican twist. <laughs> that nigga said Colorado. <laughs> how is it pronounced? Yeah. Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> yeah. C-O-R-O-R. Remedial. <laughs> All right. Not too much, man. All right. Let you introduce yourself, brother. Yeah. So uh, I go by, I mean, my name is Joseph Johnson. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, people call me on, you know, whatever. But um, I also like to go by Vision Transition. You know, that's the name of my movement. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I live in Colorado, but I'm born and raised in Duval. Come you on. You know, right all done now. Come you on, know, real nigga. Yeah, hey, 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 done out. Hey. Yeah, Key Haven. I'm hey. Harris Road, but done out though. Hey. Yeah, for sure. Southside, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Southside. Sure. Yeah, Ooh. but you know, I also, <laughs> man, the way I see everybody, like, you know, the earth my turf. There know? we go. So yeah, bro, I be floating everywhere. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I, you know, I definitely started off in Duval, but, uh, you know, I always be looking to expand my experiences, and um, you know, so I landed in Colorado. You know, just moving around, and um, yeah, bro. So it ain't even about. Uh, I think Outcaster once said it ain't. 
It ain't about where you from, it's about where you at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'd be on. Yeah, Jaguar up. We gonna win today. Yeah, for hey, sure. I had to, to put on goat. for Duval when yeah. I'm in Duval. Mark yeah. Bro, yeah. And make sure you get them mics too. They had them, um, you know, you can only get that in Colorado. Type <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> yeah, he brought out the Duval Got MXs full, on full us. Jaguar fit. Yeah, I had posted sure. in the group chat today. I had found a picture. It was Snoop Dogg. <laughs> he was like in a family portrait. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> he had on a Mark, I don't know why he had on a Mark Brunel jersey. Him and his had, wife. Yeah, him and his wife. Let me see if I can find it right Yeah. Here. It's right there. Crazy. Hell no. <laughs> his kids had on a, his kids had on a, like Green Bay. Green Bay. Yeah, Brett Farger. Yeah, he had on the yeah. he had on a Brunel jersey like he Yeah, broke. for sure. Goat. That's yeah. that's my quarterback right there. there he Legend, Mark Brunel. For real. Hey, I ain't gonna count though. Nah. I was born a Cowboys fan, you feel me? I yeah. think, hey, look. In that era, yeah. <clears throat> You had to be a cop. Emmett Smith. Yeah, yeah he man. from Pensacola. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I'm from Pensacola. The like. first autograph I ever got, my mama took me to J.C. Penney's. Though I was probably about like six, seven years old or something. She took me to J.C. Penney's. Drew Pearson was signing the autograph. Oh wow. Yeah, bro. The man signed like a he signed like a cowboy wallet. Yeah. Like some cowboys pictures, like you know, some other little cowboy memorabilia. And I don't know why my mama did that, but ever since she did that, I've been locked in with the cowboy. I feel that. Yeah. I so that's that. why I be ha- I be having to get out of disclaimer because I, I'm a you know I'm a sports fan, and all my teams was like uh, the team that was raw in the '90s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so I was I love the Cowboys, but then the Jaguars got a team. Yeah. So yeah. it's like damn, I ride with the Cowboys and the Jaguars when they play each other. Shit, I just enjoy it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying and and. So yeah, I just had to put that disclaimer out there, bro. I'm a Cowboys fan. I hope you too. wasn't that. I seen a one dude. I hope that wasn't you. It was a dude. No, it wasn't me. I don't <laughs> see you. Nah, you on Let me tell you that it wasn't me. I seen that one dude. Well, that nigga turned to Shaggy quick. It, it, was, it, was, it was nasty. It was last time when the Jaguar played the Cowboys. He had on a Jaguar jersey oh, and nah, a Cowboys nah. leather jacket. No. Nah. And as soon as we smoked the Cowboys, he took it off. All that, bro. Oh you my god. Nah, nah. You can ask me. Any quarter, you can ask me any year, bro. I can tell you who probably was the quarterback of the Cowboys that year. Yeah, yeah. I ride with them boy when they were garbage. Yeah, now the Jaguar, I kind of be bandwagon a little bit. I'm gonna say this: I don't fuck with um, Jerry Jones like that, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what made me on switch a political away level. From, or just on a per, like what kind of level you don't fuck with him? I think both, like politically, yeah. and I think after the '90s, his his decisions for the team have been Absolutely. very, Absolutely. very questionable. And money at first, yeah, yeah always. Sure. So uh, I transitioned away from the um, Cowboys probably like late '90s, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was a huge McNair fan. Okay. And my older brother was a Tennessee fan, mm-hmm. and like I say, being in Pensacola, like um, man, I like I fell in love with the Titans, yo. So I was mm-hmm. a huge Titans fan for years, years, years. Uh, 2012, I'm like, yo, I got a root, root for the home team. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I've been a lot. I've, I've been a diehard Jags fan since. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Win, lose, like we done had our years, so yeah. I get people passing because all of us have been alive before that we even had a Jaguar, right? Right, yeah, right. So, 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 you being a team, so you a, be a, a team fan of somebody, of, yeah. right? Of, of another team, it, it, you can't you can't argue against that, you yeah, know what I mean? Sure, sure. And like for me, it was like, yo, I'm already a Titans fan, I know we rivals, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but, but I still already, gotta, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I feel I had moved to Jacksonville when I was like 10, so I'm yeah. like, man, <laughs> no, I feel that, I feel that. I feel that. But I secretly still have my love, you know what I'm saying, for the yeah. city. For sure. But yeah, man, so uh, I guess to spin it back to 
the book. Yeah. yeah. Um, this was, you know, something important to me. You know, mm. uh, it kind of played right into my story, I guess. Um, I fell when I was 20, you know, got out when I was 30. Yeah. You know, and I end up on getting into the HVAC trade. But even while I was incarcerated, I already was like building a uh, mindset for business. Mm. You know, get like, I was always into like reading business books and shit. You know what I'm saying? I was, um, actually my first endeavor was supposed to be uh, vending machines. Okay. I already, and I'm still on it, you know, because I already see the- uh, The market for it. Hell yeah. Yeah, you yeah. always make money in that. Yeah, bro. And not just regular vending machines. I mean like customized vending machines. Right, you know, right. To bring like real uh, uh, demographic specific products. I've been seeing that. They got the last vending machine. When I Absolutely. saw that, I say, okay, this is yeah. something very unique. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, and it, it does open doors like, shit, you could put damn near anything, anything in a vending machine. Anything in a vending machine, bro. They got cars. Yeah, yep, yep, shit. You can go to Carvana. I was just about to say yeah, Carvana is a, is a tower of cars bro, as a vending machine. A vending machine of cars, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just about being creative, Yeah, you know? But um, yeah. Basically, uh, to circle back to the book, bro, I um, started developing that mindset while I was incarcerated. And uh, when I got out, you know, I, I ended up getting into this trade, you know, just by sheer luck. Right. And uh, from there, I've seen the benefit, the value in taking it serious, you mm -hmm. know, so I kind of just stuck with it, took it serious. And now I'm just trying to pass the information on to somebody else because you know, learning this skill set really has uh, kind of um, put me right on track, you know. Right. You know, kept me like, you know, learning this skill set done for one, put me in a, in a space to be able to like avoid trouble. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't be really having time for the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I try to minimize my, my uh, proximity to the bullshit. Well, let me ask you this. Um when you say that you got into it by luck, right? Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that you happened to stumble onto it, but how? Wh what? What was it? Was it somebody that said, "Hey, you should take a HVAC service"? Was it a, a a class that you had saw online or at the local college? No, Were sir. you here? Were you in Colorado when you started? What was your experience like? Okay, great question. So, I was in Orlando. Okay. Yeah, so uh, before I moved to Colorado, I was living in Orlando. Mm -hmm. So um, the I got out, and again, you know, I just like to continue to reference mindset because, you know, I think that's important. 100%. Um, so I got out. I was looking for a job immediately. Um, I went to Orlando. I was living with my little sister at the time. And uh, the first job I found was Central Florida Fairgrounds, and it mm -hmm. was really like just uh, maintenance in the lawn, you know, like maintenance in the property. Uh, you gotta have a little bit of a, a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of know-how as far as like to fix little basic stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, a lot of setting up programs, events and stuff and tearing them down. Like when the gun show come to town, we'll set up the gun show, you know, like set up, you know, all the uh, booths or whatever. <clears throat> so I started off working there. And the dude who hired, well, it was two dudes who hired me. Um, a dude from Miami, dude named Jay, he had their time too, real cool dude. He the one first gave me a job, you know. Gotcha. As well as another dude, V, 
this uh, Mexican dude, he was pretty cool too though. And um, they both just seen that I had the work ethic. So the dude V, he ended up leaving for whatever reason and going to another company. He went to an HVAC company. So when he went to an HVAC company, he was tapping in with dudes who was just working where he was working at. And hey, boy, y'all, you know, um, this company over here hiring, if y'all boys want to get a job. He actually was offering another dude a job. Mm-hmm. And the other dude turned it down. So I was just in the background, you know, over the phone like shit. But I want to work at an AC company because I'm thinking I'll be able to work in the AC rather than working outside all the time. Yeah. So he was like, man, come down here, you know, just bring an application and uh, they go hire you. So I was like, bet. I brought, I uh, put in the application, brought it to the, um, um, you know, I got on the phone with the dude and set up an interview. I went down there with my application, uh, redneck racist dude, you know what I'm saying? He handed me like shit. You know, he, I tried to get him my application. He was like, man, I'm gonna just get straight to it. What's up with the background? I was like, well, you know, I, um, uh, I was in a completely different mind space, you know, uh, 10 years ago. You know, I uh, got myself incarcerated and, um, you know, that was like when I was 20. He was like, man, shit, we ain't got nothing for you. You know what I'm saying? He gave, tried to get my application back, tried to put my application in the garbage right on my face. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And make it so crazy, I took some advice from my old boy. Um, my old boy always was telling me like, man, anytime you're trying to go get a job, you know, dress like the position, dress like you're the boss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't come dressed like you just want to be on the low end of the totem pole. So I came in the HVAC company dressed, suited up, you know what I'm saying? I got a towel on, slats on, hard bottles. So whole time, I didn't even know that the um, the owner of the company was there that day. And when they all saw a tall black dude suited up, you know what I'm saying, walk in there, they thought I was there to audit them. So they thought I was an auditor. <laughs> Yeah, I found this out later on. <laughs> so um, when I leave, the owner come in the office and asked the dude, I said, what was up with the auditor, you know what I'm saying? So he was like, no, nah, that wasn't the auditor. He, um, he was trying to get a job. So the owner was like, he was trying to get a job. Damn, so what's up with him? He was like, oh, I ain't hire him because um, he was a convicted felon. So the owner told him, man, call that dude back because if he can't present himself like that, then, you know, he probably gonna be, a, you know, a yeah. pretty good worker, you know what I'm saying? He's yeah. probably somebody we wanna have. Right. So they called me back a week later, was like, man, you know, if you wanna, uh, you still want the job, then, you know, come through and, you know, we can work something out. And that's how I got started, bro. I was right. like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go back. And I got started with that company, and I was in Orlando, and shit, it just started from there, bro. That's what's up, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, always dressed to impress. If that's the position you want, that's dope. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, uh, you had to do like, I'm. Mean, of course, you got to do training. Uh, listeners don't mind me. I don't know nothing about HVAC, so for sure. you about to school all of us. No, nah, yeah. for sure. That's that's the whole. I'm glad you said that because yeah. that's the whole purpose of the book. You know, yeah. The whole purpose is to be able to explain to somebody who don't know shit about shit. You know, if you don't know the first thing about the first thing when it comes to HVAC, I'm gonna teach you, and it's all up to you how how serious you take it. But I'm gonna give you the information to where you can go and make. Now, depending on you can make whatever amount you want to make, whatever you think is a reasonable amount, you can go get that from a company, right? So if you comfortable with making eighteen dollars an hour, the information I'm gonna give you, you can go get eighteen dollars an hour. If you comfortable making twenty six dollars an hour, the information I'm giving you you can go and get $26 an hour. You know what I'm saying? And I know because I did it. You right. know what I'm saying? And right. I, I started off, bro, I didn't know shit about shit when it comes to age rap. Yeah. I remember, bro, when I first started, I was working with this dude um, named Chad. And um, 
He was like, man, grab my Crescent Ranch for a minute. I got the Crescent Ranch in my hand, and I'm steady looking through the bag like shit. Um, bitch, I don't know what a Crescent Ranch is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was like, man, shit, the one in your hand. I was <laughs> like, oh shit, I thought you wanted a bigger one or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just, you know, so I ain't know the first thing about the first thing when it came to age back, but when I started. Yeah. And you know, now I'm in a position where I can tell somebody else, okay, look, but this is the easiest way to do it. You know, this yeah. is the smartest way. Just, this what you need to know exactly. You know, if you master these couple of tasks, but you can go to a company and say, I'm an experienced helper, you know, I have these tools, I have these tools, yeah. you know, I know how to do this, 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 all unsupervised. Right. And from there, you can say, man, I would like to make such and such amount. Yeah. And they're going to do it because they don't even got enough people in the trade. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. if you somebody that they see that, okay, damn, you know how to do this shit. Okay, we'll pay you what you want. That's how that shit be working. Or you can go the route of, that's the route I suggest, you know, but or you can go the route of really learn that shit and start working for yourself. So let me ask this. Are there certifications that are required with HVAC? Great question. Yes and no. No, you don't need no certifications to get started. Okay. Right? You don't need no certifications to start working on the system. You do need certifications to handle refrigerant and gases. Right. And there are certain aspects of the job um, that require you to handle uh, certain gases and mm -hmm. refrigerant. Right. So as an experienced helper, you don't have to, you, you don't need to be certified in any kind of way because the experience helper, you're not gonna be the one that's handling the refrigerant right. and the gases, you mm -hmm. know? So you will use like acetylene and oxygen for your torches when you got a like uh, braze, which is just like a lower level of welding, mm -hmm. right? You know, welding is at a really high temperature. Brazing is at a little bit of a lower temperature, but it's real fado, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause you gotta really like bond copper together. Yeah. So uh, you need certifications to do that type of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. You need certifications to charge the system with refrigerant, you know? Right. But if you don't have those certifications, you can still operate as an experienced helper. You know what I'm saying? You still can do everything you need to do to take out a system, Most, pretty much everything to take out a system, put a system in, you know, you just won't braze the copper and you just won't like charge the system with refrigerant, you know? You just won't handle none of the refrigerant stuff, but everything else you can do. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So all you got to do is just learn that. Now, me personally, I have certifications. You know, I have my EPA certifications because um, uh, I went to school for and I went to school for HVAC and um, we got our certification while we was in there. You know, I also have other certifications that I've gotten just from going to uh, different uh, classes, you know, educational classes and getting educated on the right practice on how to do certain stuff. And then after you complete the class, you know, they get your certification. So I got shit like that. That's dope. For sure. So uh, let's get into your story a little bit, man. So uh -huh. we're gonna get back into the H-back, put it on the camera. Make sure y'all go cop the book. What is it? It's on Amazon, right? Absolutely, it's on Amazon, but it's also on my website. Yeah. Uh, my website is visiontransition.com. So um, yeah, you can always get it. I prefer for you to get it on my website, but if you'd rather get it off of Amazon, shit, it's there too. Definitely, you got, <laughs> yeah. uh, not audio, you got digital and all that? A digital book? Yeah, digital yeah, book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Okay. absolutely, on Kindle, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, most people like Kindle. Yeah, 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 absolutely, it's on Kindle as well. So you can buy, you uh, definitely do that on Amazon, you can get it right off of Kindle. And um, 
however you want to do it. And if I heard your wife correctly earlier before we started, you also got an e-course coming? I'm glad you said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. So also, uh, you know, because everybody don't necessarily read. So I specifically had in mind. <laughs> My bad. That way, no disrespect that. <laughs> I know, but that way. Hey man, a lot of people they just be they they like to hear their books on the go. Yeah, nah, for sure, for That's sure, for sure. It just was funny that niggas say everybody don't necessarily read. Yeah, no, nah, a lot of motherfuckers don't be reading. You know, rather for whatever reason. Yeah. So I specifically wrote the book for dudes that were in a situation like me, you know, like about right, to right. come home, yeah. you know, you probably incarcerated and you're trying to figure out a game plan. If you gotcha. did, you know, if you dead serious about having a game plan. <laughs> and you changing gonna, your life. Yeah, yeah. bro, then you, you gotta be on point. You gotta get access to some information. Mm -hmm. So I specifically wrote it for that demographic. However, it translates over to other demographics. Yeah. But, uh, so if, if you aren't the type of person I want to read, I'm also putting together a uh, e-course hmm. um, where we just basically record video of me actually performing the task. So you can actually watch me, you know, explain the tools, how to use the tool at the time. You know, you can watch me do it step by step, right. and then you can just mimic what you actually see me doing yeah. and learn it that way. You know, some a lot of people are, are like visual learners. Gotcha. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Some people are kinetic learners. Some people are audible learners. Right. So it's just. You know, I just want to make sure I hit every type of uh, learning style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's genius. And when y'all get the book and y'all get that job, make sure y'all give Joe $300 from your first paycheck. Hey, man. <laughs> Tap in with it. Yo, I ain't turning down no money on it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Drop the cash out real quick. Cash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't turning down no money on it now. So, yeah. yeah. Apple Pay, all that all shit. That. Send, that, send that money. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, man. So, man, you did, let's get into it. You did 10 years in prison. That's crazy. That's a whole yeah. decade, man. Yeah. 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 If you don't want to tell exactly what got you incarcerated, you don't right. got to, but. If you want to tell us your story. What happened, man? <laughs> okay, so I would say first to start off with what you said, what uh actually caused me to get those ten years. Um we can rather than saying like what the crime was per se, I would say that uh what actually caused me to get the ten years was mindset, you know, yeah. perspective. Mm -hmm. Um my perspective on life wasn't in the right place, you know, my priorities yeah. weren't in the right place. Right. You know, I wasn't making the type of decisions that would lead to success. So I wasn't really, you know, my decision-making, um, you know, process and all those type of things is really what um, led me to get jammed up. Yeah. But um, uh, it was at one point I used to be robbing and shit, you know, just fucking with guns, you know what I'm saying, getting in shootouts, um, just doing a lot of hot-ass shit, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying, hot jit shit. And, you know, we can get into more of, you know, what led to that lifestyle later. But um, I got locked up for uh, a robbery, mm. which really wasn't even a robbery. You know, it was some whole other shit, but it was other people involved as well. So I ain't gonna get all into people's names and shit. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was, that's mostly what it was, bro. At that time, you know, I was in the streets just, tripping but um yeah that's what led to it yeah so when you was in court man they say you had to get 10 years like what was your what was your first thought that's a great question bro so i was on i had a paid lawyer uh wellington barlow and um he had 
came and told me that our game plan was going to be um, we're going to push for a speedy trial. Because he was like, did you sign any papers like for a public defender? I was like, nah, I ain't signed nothing. He was like, all right, don't sign no papers because a lot of times people don't be knowing that when they bring you in this room, they just have you signing a bunch of papers. You don't even be knowing that you be signing away your speedy trial rights. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, I ain't signed nothing yet. So he was like, so what we're going to do is we're going to just bank on them not putting any, uh, you know, time or attention into your case until uh, it's on their deadline, until it's right on their docket. And we're going to just file for a speedy trial. And that uh, kind of worked to a degree because um, when it came time, like, uh, I think for speedy trial, like, they got to try you within six months. You know what I'm saying? They ain't had, they ain't hadn't done no preparation on my case. They ain't know nothing about my case. You know what I'm saying? You know, they dockets be so flooded. Right. So um, uh, they went to checking it. Oh, when it came time, like we went to court. My my lawyer was like, look, they gonna really um just give you a plea deal, but it gotta meet the minimum mandatory. So he was like, um, they gonna give you the minimum. He said they'll offer you the minimum mandatory uh ten years because. It was that 10, 20 life shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got jammed yeah. up on that. So I was like, hell no. Nah. Shit, tell him I, now whole time, one of my co-defendants, you know what I'm saying? He done went home because he was a jit. And um, I told my lawyer to tell his lawyer that um, he ain't um, he ain't know what was going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was just driving, he ain't know nothing about nothing. You know what I'm saying? He went home in like two months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now it's just me and the other dude, and the other dude was telling. You know what I'm saying? Damn. So, yeah, he told in the memorial building. Damn. So we um end up, uh, my lawyer just trying to convince me that, man, listen, the best possible outcome is for you to get these 10 years minimum mandatory. You're not going to get no game time, but, um, you know, they sentence you under the 1020 life. I don't think we're going to be able to get around the 1020 life thing. So this is the least sentence that you can get under those guidelines. So I understood that. I kept trying to tell him, man, take it down to five. They do five right now, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He go talk to them, come back, man, they still on the 10. Damn. So I said, he go back. I'm like, man, bro, tell him, like, eight. I'll do eight and some probation. Mm. He come back, he like, man, they say 10, mental mentor, are we going to start a trial Monday? So I was like, shit, fuck it, tell him I'll take the 10 then. Yeah, so under the trial, you would have been? Life sentence. Yeah. Life sentence. Yeah. No doubt about it, bro. Because right. that's the that's the that's the guidelines. And right. I've seen it so many times in the chain right, game, right, you know what I'm saying? Right. I've seen mm -hmm. so many dudes, bro, they could have took, you know, regardless if you did it or not, you know. Yeah. Man, if they if you if it's a possibility of them bearing you, and I don't want to tell dudes no no legal uh advice. Advice yeah. because yeah. I'm not no lawyer, you know right. what I'm saying? But I'm right. just saying from what I've seen with my own eyes, bro, it just made more sense to take the deal. So yeah. I, and not no cooperation shit, you know. Right, I never right. like, I never um, I never made no statement on nobody. You know what I'm saying? I never right, said right. nothing about nobody. Right. Only thing I did was tell their ass. Um, my lawyer said, man, they ain't prepared. You know, so either we can go to trial, uh, Monday or shit. They gonna the deal they got on the table is ten years. I say shit, I'll take the ten. Fuck it. So I got ten minimum mandatory. Never earned no game time. And um, my my co-defendant, his dumb ass. He told, and he still got the same 10 years. You know what I'm saying? So. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. And, but yeah, that's how I played out. All right, so at what point did it sink into you that, damn, I'm about to do 10 years? 
Shit, when my lawyer came and had that conversation, shit. Yeah. My mama and my daddy was in the courtroom, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I can see they been crying and shit, you know? That image always was burnt in my mind, you know what I'm saying? How uh-huh. my mom and my daddy look in our courtroom and shit. I was just smiling. I'm just letting, like, I don't never want them to see me, you know, expressing. So I'm just like laughing and smiling, like, man, I'm straight. Yeah. You know, I don't want them to see me, like, you know, um, uh, feeling looking like I'm down or something. Because in reality, I was straight, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It wasn't no pressure or nothing. You know, I'm everything Gucci. I ain't like hurting for nothing. So I was like, shit, I just gotta go do 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the the thing that really, the thing that really sit on a nigga chest is when it really set in, how how bad you disappointing the people who love you the most. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. When that shit set in, but that's a different, you know, if, if you somebody who really wants something in life, bro, that shit like really weigh on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like to know how bad you disappointing the people who really love you the most. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's when I shit when that shit set in, when I see my people in the courtroom and the judge started talking about but the same people. I just had two more dudes in my courtroom with the same charge that you got. I just gave one on a life sentence and one on fifty years. So your lawyer did a good job. Yeah. So I was like, shit, fuck it, yeah. It's it set in right then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Ten years is like a bargain deal. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. You won't believe how many people got a life sentence over a robbery case, bro. And it be yeah. some fluke shit. Yeah. It be yeah. some fluke. I mean, nothing, bro. You got an argument with a dude, beat him up, take his necklace off him, and they give you a life sentence over that. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So, shit, it is what it is. You got to understand that we live, you know, in Florida. Florida is a very tourist attraction mm. uh, location. So anything, any type of crimes that reflect on Florida, that look like it's not safe to be here, you know, yeah. or could like run off uh, tourist money, they gonna bam your ass for it every time, mm-hmm. you know. So if you the type of person you going, you going to a courtroom anywhere in Florida, you talking about robbing, we got to get you off the streets, you know. You going there talking about uh, murders, shit. They, now, if it's in your own community and they can see your pattern being in your own community, you might get spared, you know what I'm saying? But if it's anywhere that's threatening their community, mm. shit, your ass getting wham. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, having that understanding but having access to information, that's really what, you know, allow us to start making better decisions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's it. That makes sense. But, uh, so while you was there 10 years, like, what was, like, you remember your toughest day in there? Damn, that's a great question. Oh, uh, I can remember a tough day. Right. Shit, like anybody who know me, like as you know, like really grew up with me, right? Like you know, really know me from childhood. They know that I used to have this like real disdain for the police. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to, you know, I grew up with like a real uh, just negative vibes towards the police. So being incarcerated my first couple of years was real hard because I'm directly under the control of the police, you know, this group of people that I feel like, man, I just got so much disdain for, right? And my first couple of years was rough, bro. I was in confinement, like my first four years locked up, you know what I'm saying? Just cause I was tripping, wilding, not obeying by no rules. You know what I'm saying? I just went with the mindset of I'm finna do 10 years, I'm finna do them shit the hard way. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do whatever I want to do. You know, I'm going to be, I'm not getting up when they tell me to get up. You know, I'm not going to be following none of their rules. I'm going to, you know, do what I want to do. And that created a clash between me and the police instantly. So I stayed in trouble, you know, when I first got locked up. You know what I'm saying? Stayed in trouble. And um, it was just one particular time, bro. I went, um, I snapped out some food. And... They got what they call the three-way special, gas, strip, and loaf. I was at um, Santa Rosa. It's in the Panhandle, not too far from Pensacola. And, um, bro, the first thing they did was got me out of the cell. When they got me out of the cell, I thought they was just going to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? They put me in the, um, in the cage and just, like, talking to me face to face. And whole time, they taking everything out my cell, everything. If it ain't nailed to the floor, it's coming out. Yeah. Took everything, took my clothes, put me back in the cell. So now I'm in here on script. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got nothing but boxes and shower slides. Yeah. Ain't no mattress on the bed. You know what I'm saying? You got to sleep on the concrete floor. I sleep on that steel bunk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was on script for three days. Then they come through and gas. No blanket, no nothing. No nothing. No yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah, you just on the floor with it. Yeah. Then they um they um put me on uh. Oh, they come and gas me. It was this dude, I ain't gonna never forget him, dog. This dude was Sergeant Jones. I'm talking about a real redneck black dude. Redneck black dude. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. We know what you're talking about. You already know what I'm talking about, man. All he wanna do is go through and spray all the inmates with gas. That's what he on. You know what I'm saying? Gassing people. That's how I still remember I was in G Dorm. I remember. His soft ass will come through talking about you and G door. I mean, the G stand for gas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> hey, I still remember that shit. <laughs> That's yeah. funny as hell. Hey, that shit funny as fuck, bro. That nigga was celebrating yeah, that bro. shit. Yeah, Man, that nigga coming that bitch off. So once he see how I'm tripping, know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm like, man, I want pressure with any police. I want to fight the police, know what I'm saying? I want to see if they going to whoop me. I want to like, I want to see what's up with it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um... Yeah, that's how they do you, bro. Like, I'm sorry, man. I'm going to have to take that. I, it just popped back in my head. What? I'm going to have to take that with me. Uh, what? Shit, the G-Dorm. Yeah. I'm going to be like, hey, yeah. Yeah, for sure. welcome that's to it. the G-Dorm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember that shit. But yeah, bro, he on. Um, yeah, so they put me on script. Then they came through and gassed me. You know what I'm saying? And after they gassed me, you know, they left. Then dinner time came. Shit, they brought me a paper bag. I'm like, what is this? And they hit me with the loaf. Loaf is like where they take like all the meals combined and just like mush it into like this one like orange block, bro. Oh hell no. That shit, it's like it's like grits, green nah, peas, no. pudding, fuck bread, no. all kind of shit just lumped into like this loaf. You know what I'm saying? And then shit, that's your meal. So Bro, I remember I was laying on the floor like, damn, I like trying to go to sleep. Like, man, is this what my life didn't come to? Like, what the fuck was I doing to get in this point right now? You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting in this bitch, laying on a concrete floor, nothing but motherfucking boxes and shower slides on, just ate some fucking Ugh. loaf and just got gas. Like, damn, bro, what, am, what is it? What am I doing? You know what I'm saying? This ain't, this ain't living. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but I was like. God like a, a tough day, you know what I'm saying? That really brought me to a realization that, man, I'm tripping. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you survived that. Most people, would've, that would have been a breaking point right there. That's that's insane. Psst, nigga, shit. yeah, I might have went insane at that point. Yeah. Like, Joker type shit. Like, so I, bro, I might be insane. Shit, I don't know, bro. Cause I spent a lot of time in confinement. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I be talking to my wife about it like shit. Real spell, nigga probably do need to go get therapy type shit. Oh, I think I think every black man need therapy, I'm gonna be honest, you know, as we get Yeah, at. listen, I'm not against therapy, but what I say is, you know, if you done been in the streets especially, yeah. you know, like who who you finna go talk to and what you finna talk to them about. You know what I'm saying? Because the shit that's affecting you might not necessarily be, you know, some the type of stuff that you can just be talking to anybody about. Right. Yeah. You Sometimes yeah, therapists don't relate. Right. Yeah. That's real. Right, you know, so so yeah, you gotta be able to, you know, a lot of times, but you gotta be able to talk to somebody who done been, you know, in your position. Yeah. yeah, bro. So I don't know no therapist who like was, you know, like in the streets, you know, just participating in the streets and shit. So on that point, while you was locked up, was there anybody like some OGs, anything that just like kept you motivated, like kept your mind clear? That's a great point, bro. So I all. Uh, yeah, kind of, bro. I mean, I never really like hung around, you know, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? I always was like, <clears throat> excuse me, I always would like uh, find like, you know, one or two people that's on my kind of vibe, you know what I'm saying? That's like in the reading and shit, that's trying to learn some shit, you know? I really don't, like, I like to play chess, but I really wouldn't hang with everybody who play chess because all kind of people play chess. Mm -hmm. I fuck with niggas who play Scrabble. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because Scrabble is a, that ain't, everybody ain't on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you gotta be a thinker to be fucking with this type yeah. of shit. Yeah. You know, and be good at it, you know what I'm saying? Straight up. So, uh, I say it was, you know, it was, I did gravitate towards, you know, some people who was like, you know, giving me good game. You know, I would also ask like, you know, the right questions. You know, I was always asking dudes who I vibe with, um, you know, what is one of the main causes for dudes to come back to this situation? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I always ask a niggas question like that. And I always got the same answer. Like, bro, motherfucker always go right back to their same neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? They go right back to the same environment. So I already had a program in my mind when I get out. I'm different from Duval. You know what I'm saying? Because I love, you know, I love my, you know, my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I love the dudes who, uh, I came up with, you know, I grew up with who, especially the dudes who was um, um, sending me pictures and bread and stuff, I was locked up, you know. Yeah. My dog, um, Lil Yo, you know what I'm saying, Antonio Parker, he always kept me with pictures and, and you know, send me, you know, give my mama some bread, uh, you know, the girl I had at the time some bread, you know what yeah. I'm saying, my dog Feezy, um, sending me pictures and stuff, man, bread. So I, I, I definitely, you know, have genuine, you know, love for these, you know, for my neighborhood and stuff. But once I understood that going back to my same environment is gonna cause me to go back to prison, I was like, well shit, I ain't going back to my neighborhood then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then once uh uh you know I would talk to guys and they would just kinda tell me about um uh basically about how to stay out of prison. Yeah, I feel like that was some of the the mm -hmm. best game I got, you know, from dudes. Were there anybody like not to say checking you but I mean in this sense I guess that would be the word in your early years in prison when you were wilding was anybody checking you to say like yo you need to chill out with what you doing nah what I realized was you know 
I like money, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I like to be around money. I like to be around the people that's trying to get some money. So what I realized was, uh, as I was steady wilding and bugging, the dudes that was, you know, trying to get to some money was like, man, shit, don't nobody want a nigga like that around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't nobody want, bro, you always bringing attention, bringing the police to where you at because you steady going against their rules. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So once I start understanding that, okay, well, if I want to get around, you know, uh, some bread, then shit, I got to change up how I operate. Right. You know, so, and then I start realizing that, bro, you know, doing that bug behavior, I'm attracting the bug everywhere I go. I'm like, damn, I look around where I'm at, just looking around the people, uh, looking at the people that's around me, you know, I'm in confinement. Dudes is bugging in here, bro. And I'm like, shit, I'm in here with the ass. I must be bugging too. So just observing my environment is really what checked me, bro. You know, um, assessing, you know, uh, just starting to hold myself accountable. That's kind of what checked me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It didn't, nobody really wasn't trying to tell me nothing because when they see how I'm acting, you know, I don't care nothing about getting in trouble. So I'm willing to take whatever as far as anybody want to go. You know what I'm saying? And so it was never a thing of like, you know, nobody else having to hold me accountable. I kind of started holding myself accountable. You remember what you did your first day out? My first day out? Yeah, your first day out. I'm glad you asked that, bro. I'm glad you asked that. <sighs> Hell yeah, I remember, bro. <laughs> I only cried two times in prison, bro. You know what I'm saying? Three times, technically. You know, when I first got, when I first got sentenced, you know what I'm saying? As soon as I walked away from my parents and I walked in the back, you know what I'm saying? I put my head on my shirt, I cried about, about 10 seconds straight. Not boo-hoo crying, just letting the tears roll, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm so angry and upset, you know what I'm saying? Tears are just coming out. So I cried that time. I cried one time on, um, the first time I got to talk to my mama because I was in trouble so much. I ain't get to talk to nobody or get no visits or nothing like my first like two years in prison. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So the first time I talked to my mom and she was telling me how things was going after I got on the phone with her, I cried then. And then the day I got out, bro, you know, you got to pick your clothes and shit. I told my mama, man, send me a suit. You know what I'm saying? I want to go home with a tie. You know what I'm saying? A button down shirt, hard bottles. I want to look like I'm strictly about business. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So bro, when I took my, when I took my clothes off, and was putting on my little suit and shit, bro, I couldn't stop crying, bro. Thinking about that shit. Now I'm like, God damn, bro, I cried for like 20 minutes straight, bro. Yeah. I couldn't even stop that shit. I was yeah. like, damn, bro, like, this shit just too much, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But it was probably like four more people in there with me. They were like, damn, bro, like, man, you gonna be straight, bro, straight. You know what I'm saying? They like, my nigga, God damn. Yeah, nigga, stop all that crying. Yeah, yeah, my nigga, like, damn, bro, you been crying for like 15 minutes now, bro. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I done had some hard cries, but I ain't no cry for 20 minutes. Bro, I cried. Probably, it felt like 20 minutes, bro. Hey, bro. It felt like 20 don't minutes. Don't let this nigga shame you, bro. Hey. No, I don't feel shame at all, my nigga. I don't feel shame at all, bro. Red niggas cry, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. I like, cry sometimes like a you gotta let them tears flow. Bro, I yeah. cry like a motherfucker, bro. That's and, real shit. And, and after, I got, after I finally got done crying and shit, you know what I'm saying? I put my little clothes on, walked out, you know, because I was telling my mama, man, I don't want nobody to come pick me up. I want to catch the bus. 
because I got, I feel like I'm gonna have to get emotions out of shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how this shit gonna go when I get out after all this time. Yeah. My mama was like, nigga, you sound stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so she came and picked me up. Yeah, love your mom. I know we done seen three strikes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. For sure. For sure. You let so, somebody pick him up. Yeah. Nah, let your mom pick yeah, you up. Right. Yeah, for sure. So my mama came and picked me up. You know what I'm saying? And we hugged and shit. You know, we chopped it up. You know what I'm saying? She had a cell phone for me, an uh, Android. I loved that bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, bro, we just started driving and just started talking. You know what I'm saying? Just vibing, you know, and she's kind of like, she's just kind of uh, seeing what my game plan is. So, yeah, that was really like my first day, bro. Me and my mama riding and talking. And I got to my mama crib, you know, seeing my family and stuff. And then shit, yeah, bro, I laid in the bed and that was it, really, bro. My first day was really pretty. Simple, I just wanted to be around my family. Yeah. 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 You ain't go to the studio? Hell no. Nah, I'm going to bullshit. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> you got to drop your I first went, day out. <laughs> I wasn't thinking nothing about no studio, bro. <laughs> Real spill. I wasn't thinking nothing about getting high. I wasn't thinking about smoking no weed, getting drunk. Right, right. Nah, I wasn't thinking that. about no holes. I was just thinking about, you know, the people who, these the people who been holding me down the whole time. Right. You know what I'm saying? That was another lesson that I learned while I was in, incarcerated. I had been taking my family for granted all this time. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I didn't realize until I got locked up that I had a better support system than a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that was something that I had always taken for granted. You know, I always thought I was getting the short end of the stick. Whole time, shit, my situation better than a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing, I'm seeing people, you know, cause I, I grew up with my mom and my dad, you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, everybody who I'm in here with, you know what I'm saying? Don't nobody really got a relationship with their dad the way I do, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm seeing this a lot of dudes that really don't even got the relationship with their mom that I do, you know what I'm saying? So when I started seeing that, I'm like, damn, bro, I really was taking, you know, my support system for granted. Yeah. You know, I always had people that I was willing to, to, sacrifice for me to get to the next level, you know what I'm saying? And I was taking I was taking that for granted. So yeah, bro, once I realized that, that was like when I came home, bro, I understood, you know, this is this is who my priority is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I just wanna be around my family, you know, the people who been making sure that I was straight the whole time while I was locked up. How long after um all right, so I got a few questions for you if you don't know. Yes sir. Yes, so sir. What year did you get out of prison? December 2016. Okay. How long after your release did you start working in HVAC? Almost a year. So I got out December 2016. I started working at HVAC like September, October 2017. Okay. Mm. Now, um, where are you at today in the HVAC field? Are you working for yourself? Do you, um, you know, work for a company? What's your what's your goals with HVAC as well? Okay, that's a great question. I'll say, uh, so right now today, yes and no as far as working for someone and working for one and um and not working for someone. So yes, my day to day job, I work for a company, um, doing HVAC work, hands on. You know, right. I do uh, residential installs which means, which is what I'm teaching you in the book, like how to take out a system and how to put in a new system. Right. 
I can complete every task of an install myself, unsupervised. Now, truthfully, um, to be 100% honest, I'm kind of slow, you know, as far as like how fast I be getting, right. the ta you know, certain tasks done. Right. You know, a lot of times, you know, these HVAC companies, they want you to be going fast, you know, get that shit done. So sometimes, you know, it's certain tasks that uh, I don't do as fast as they would like for me to do. But every single task I can do, you know, mm. I have done, you know, on my own. I, so I work for a company, uh, yeah. But also, I do my own thing. You know, I put in a system, right? I put in like a couple systems right out here in Duval. I put in a system for my cousin, Stacy. I put in a system for my auntie and my uncle, you know, they're 80 years old. Right, right. You know, so, and I did everything by myself from beginning yeah. to end. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I put in, uh, I put in systems all the time, like, you know, in my spare time, or when, not spare time, because I don't but be having yeah, no spare yeah. time. <laughs> but um, when I ain't working for a company, I put in systems, you know, on my own time. Right, like, right. I charge them, you know, whatever I need to charge them and, and do it, you know, on my own. I'm also looking to create uh, other uh, ways of revenue um, other streams of revenue within HVAC without having to actually be like, you know, Don't putting in the yourself, system. Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So you gotta be creative with that. Hence, that's why I got a book, mm -hmm. right? So that's what I'm doing on my own, right? Also coming with an e-course yeah. to be able to teach people, you know, through video. So that's a way I'm making money off HVAC, um, you know, on my own. Uh, I'm also looking to get into like teaching people hands-on, like start, uh, you know, just going around, uh, going around all different places and just teaching dudes hands-on yeah. because I know I can teach you the skills, but in two months, bro, I can teach you the skills you need to go out and get you a job, bro, and start working, show you exactly what tools you need, how to use the tools, and right. you can start making money, bro, within two months, mm -hmm. right. you know what I'm saying? Um, and these companies is looking for people, bro. They don't got, they do not have enough people to right. work in any of these trades, bro. It ain't enough HVAC people. It ain't enough electricians. It ain't right. enough, Excuse me, fam. Whatever trade you can think of, it ain't enough plumbers. You're bro. absolutely right. Yeah, it There's ain't new enough construction plumbers. every day. Every day, bro. You see how these cities is building? Yeah. They need electricity. They need uh, HVAC, bro. Mm -hmm. Everywhere, every damn excuse me, every building you walk in, it gotta have air conditioning. When yeah. you are in Colorado, you gotta have air conditioning and you gotta have heating. Know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And in certain places, you gotta have a humidifier. In Florida, you might need a dehumidifier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's gonna always be, and a robot never gonna be replacing these jobs. Right. Know what I'm saying? It's recession proof. But in 2020, I probably start making them, you know, I not start making the most, but I seen a jump in my income. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. I didn't start losing money in 2020. I made more money in 2020. That made perfect sense because yeah. like everybody was sitting outside. Hey, everybody at the house. So that AC, the AC. Yeah, that yeah. AC going like a motherfucker. Yeah. You ain't never ran your AC this much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tap in. Yeah, I'll pull up. Yeah, I'll fix that bit. Yeah, if you need a new system, I'll put a new one in. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? And shit, I'm going to just charge you. You ain't going to, if you go through a company, you're not going to get the kind of deal I'm going to get you right, because right. I ain't going to tax you on the materials. I'm just right. going to charge you on the label. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, you're going to have to pay me about two bands for my label. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. shit, another company, you're going to pay them five, five bands yeah. for the label yeah. and they're going to mark up on the materials. Yeah. yeah. I'll just be like, hey, stand outside because I don't want COVID or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. Don't get yeah. sick, nigga. Yeah, for sure, bro. <laughs> I, I made a lot. I made, uh, I saw a significant jump in my income in 2020 fam nah that's real that's that's, yeah. that's dope and i think that is cool that you got this book going uh because 
education is 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 important there's not enough of that in the black community to where we're passing along the knowledge for sure and for you to say that that was you know your big starting point mm -hmm. let me ask this how much is the book on um on amazon and on your website on amazon it's forty dollars on my website it's fifteen dollars come on come yeah. on yeah, man, shop through the website, yeah, man. Yeah. Hey. So if you want to cut out the middle, man, you might as well just tap straight in. Now, straight up. Now, you know, if you ain't never been you know, you ain't never been tapped in with no plug, you might be chasing the middle, man. Right, right, so, right. You know, but if you really trying to get straight to it, you know the number's going to be low if you come straight to the, come you know on, what I'm saying? To the source, yeah. there it is. Man, y'all get to do a copy of the book because if nothing else, you have a, a, a extra skill trade that you can add to the tool sure. bag, you know what I mean? And For I'm sure. huge on that. Like, learning something like this, <clears throat> you can do a lot for yourself even save them two bands and mm -hmm. be able to put your own AC yeah, in and shit sure. you know what I mean for sure. hire for what you need but yeah I think this is amazing man I definitely wish you the best with the uh, the, the book and you know your growth in the field man it sounds sure. like you're on a hell of a journey with it yeah for sure bro for sure um, yeah it's been a hell of a journey already I mean and I'm still going you know what I'm saying yeah still a lot more to do though I'm definitely uh you know, always looking to network, you know, always looking to tap in with people. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm on, I don't know if y'all ever heard of uh, Earn Your Leisure podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely in Earn Your Leisure um, in their app, you know, NYL University. Okay. Yeah, bro, I'm tapping That's in. amazing, I'm, man. Yeah, bro, I'm an executive on the Colorado chapter. Okay. You know okay. Yeah, bro, so I be tapping in. You know, I'm always around people that's, you know, uh, holding me accountable, always trying to be around the, the right type of people. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, people who got stuff going on, you know what I'm saying, got some motion. And um, yeah, bro, like just be, from being around that, you know, like we, I've been learning like how to plan events, you know, and we got an event coming up. Uh, I got a plan for next week. And then we got another uh, event. You ever heard of um, him 500? Marcus nah, Barnes? School, okay, well, he, school us. Well, he, um, he also down with, uh, with Earn Your Legion, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And Best Fest, all that stuff, you know. But um, him 500, he, uh, I really got up on him because he was talking about the credit game. You know okay. What I'm so I wanted to learn about credit. So he was giving game on credit, then showing like um, different ways you can maneuver, like uh, with secondary bureaus, so they won't be, so you can apply for like apartments and stuff, and they won't be able to see that you're a convicted felon. So I'm listening to him speak like that. I'm like, damn, that sounds like something else I need. Cause the hardest thing I, the hardest thing I had trouble with was getting me an apartment when I got out got because I had the felony thing. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? So when I hear him spit about, um, bro, this is how you get around that, I was like, damn, okay. So then I started listening to some more game he was spitting. I'm just watching all the videos, you know, on him 519 Keys, on Earn Your Leisure, mm -hmm. Wall Street Chopper. I just be, you know, locking in, locking in. And then um, I, uh, I uh, said, fuck it, I'm going to go ahead. So since I was applying the information that it was given and it was working, I said, I'm going to just join the university. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm in a position where, uh, next month in october you know we're supposed to be hosting uh, uh or at least putting on an event for um you know he gonna come do his thing you know speak and we're gonna do like a little financial literacy um a little event you know for the community you know what i'm saying so bro i never was thinking like that you know what i'm saying i didn't even know that type of shit was something i'd be on you know but that what type of time i'd be on now so uh yeah bro just 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 um, pursuing success, but that's why I always be saying mindset, fam. Like, you know, having, like we was talking about earlier, you know, having uh, transitioning from 
uh, complaining-based mindset to a solution-based mindset, yeah. you know, because you really have to monitor that, bro, because a lot of people be operating with a complaining-based mindset, and I stay away from them people immediately. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? As soon as, when something come up, bro, we have an issue or something, say a microphone or something uh, broke down or went working or something. You know, I'm gonna be paying attention to see who is like, damn, bro, the microphones always break, bro. You know what I'm saying, man? The, this ain't, this don't never work. And who gonna be the person that's like, well, shit, let me figure out how to fix this bitch. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay, well, since we don't got this one, well, we can do it. Let's do it this way then. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because you can tell, bro, who got a solution-based mindset. Them the people who gonna always be winning. Mm -hmm. The people who got a complaining-based mindset. Yeah. I don't know if y'all noticed while y'all was talking, this soundboard stopped working. Nah, I did. That's why I was going back and forth. I was like, damn, we need to record, so I need to get this, and I figured it out. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I did see that. That's yeah. why I was going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, bro, so because I you ain't gotta, say nothing to nobody. Yeah, right. bro, because that's because you got a solution-based mindset right. and you yeah. take initiative. Yeah. Those are some of the qualities in a person that's gonna make them successful, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you see a person, bro, that, okay, this, this ain't the type of person where you gotta tell him what to do all the time. You know what I'm saying? This ain't the type of person where, where something ain't working, he just finna sit there and complain. Right. He gonna take the initiative to figure out how to solve a problem on his own. That's the person that's probably gonna win, but that's the person that's gonna be successful. So that's the kind of people you wanna continue to put yourself around so they can continue to bring that type of shit out too. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Yeah, bro. So you, so you can, that kind of goes into another direction I'm going into as well as far as like, you know, dudes who coming home who trying to get, you know, back on track. You know, I'm trying to put together a uh, something kind of like an invest fair, like just doing like conferences, you know, going around giving dudes, you know, a blueprint, you know, to that they can follow to uh, stay free, bro. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, yeah. and have an opportunity to succeed after you done got out of a situation like that. Yeah. So um, that's some of the qualities that I be looking for in people. You know what I'm saying? Okay, this dude just got out. Let me see if, if he complaining based. Are right. he solution based? Right. Do he take initiative? You know what I'm saying? I told him, okay, look, bro, when you first get out, you know what I'm saying? That's make sure we tighten up on that credit first quarter, you know, mm -hmm. because that's how you're gonna bubble quick. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So don't go chasing, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't go trying to get some plates. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Don't go trying to jump right back in the street. You get some M's, bro. Listen, just focus on tightening up credit first when you first get out, bro. You're gonna get access to bread like this. So yeah, bro, just seeing people who had that initiative, when I tell them, hey, bro, this is what you need to do, they go do it, they go do it, and then if they have an issue, they following up with me, or they trying to, you know, they take an initiative to handle business, and they not complaining, okay, yeah, I can tell this the type of person that's gonna be, you know, they got a chance to have success. Yeah, have you yeah. went to the uh, prisons yet and talked to any nah, of the guys? Nah, I ain't made it to that point Yeah, I definitely would like to, though. I'm yeah. trying to get to that point, for sure. Yeah, you would change a lot of their lives. Yeah, for sure, bro. 100%. I think that would have do, uh, so, that uh, Earn Your Leaves University, mm. I had jumped in that out, right? So I'm, I'm in that, I'm in that um, whole little network. And um, I've been meeting people, right? So I linked up with a dude that's in Ohio. He was um, an executive on the Ohio chapter. Mm. So um, he hit me up not too long ago and was like, bro, you know, well, first thing he did was he hit me up randomly and was like, man, um, I be doing, uh, I be talking to dudes like in halfway houses and dudes who just coming home. Um, putting on like little uh, conferences. He be giving them like information and stuff. You know, he put them up on credit. Right. He be having classes for them about, you know, like uh, relationship stuff, you know, how to learn a skill set, you know, getting into real estate. So he was like, would you um, mind like talking to him? I was like, hell yeah. So we did it right on the Zoom call. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So that was my first time really talking to some dudes getting out of the chain game about HVAC. 
So then, uh, just recently, he hit me up and was like, man, shit, we want to fly you out to Ohio and um, see if, you know, so you can come out here for like four weekend. You know, one, the first day you can talk to everybody, you know, give them like some game on HVAC, you know, your store, whatever. The second day you can do some hands-on stuff, really show dudes, you know, how to do some stuff and see if I can maybe like uh, inspire some interest or something in the trade. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, bro, and I was like, hell yeah, shit, just as long as, you know, my wife can come. And then, so I got that set up. So, yeah, bro, I really been, uh, I haven't tapped into the prisons yet, but I that's kind of been my introduction to talking to dudes that's locked up. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I definitely think that once you get to that point, man, you'll, you'll see a huge scale, not just in your business, but, you know, your, your, um, visibility and everything like mm-hmm. what you're offering has so much value to it it's ridiculous mm-hmm. and so, like you said though it was targeted for people that are just coming home mm-hmm. i think you're giving a lot of game to people that are looking for something solid for themselves you mm-hmm. know what i mean we mm-hmm. see you know we see the jokes online about um truck driving and shit right yeah for cdls sure. and shit for sure. uh but <clears throat> getting a CDL, having your HVAC license, shit like that. Those are things that, like you say, recession-proof, niggas will never lose a job and can do a lot for yourself. Yeah. I mean, you probably making outside of work damn near what you make at work, if not more, I'm I'm imagining. I mean, you can imagine. Yeah, trust. I know. (laughs) Yeah, you can imagine. So... Uh, I think this is I think this is incredible. I can't wait for the e-course to drop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I I I'm a visual learner myself, sure. but I do plan on copying me a book. I'm always looking to uh, gain any bit of knowledge. I plan to build my house, so you know. Yeah, so for sure, for sure. Now that's rock, man. Speaking of building a house, so my fam in Colorado. I got a cousin in Colorado that um I rock with tough. You know what I'm saying? Rock yeah. with heavy, and um that's basically what he did. He bought a property out there and uh, built it up, bro. I mean, yep. like, put in a lot of work. You know, him and his family put in a lot of work, bro. Built it up, and now it's a farm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I be on the farm heavy out there. Like, uh, my wife and I, we bought some sheep. You okay. Know, so we be having lamb, uh, sheep, uh, goats, uh, two cows, um, chickens, land chickens, and uh, meat chickens. Yeah. And uh, turkeys. That's what's up. Yeah, bro. All that be on the farm. We just took some to the uh, butcher. Another thing that I'm into as well is um, I've been learning how to uh, like butcher my own meat because I don't even really eat meat. You know, I stopped eating meat when I was incarcerated. Gotcha. Yeah, but you was eating too much loaf. Once I want to eat that loaf, I want to eat food. Period. Bro, talking about that loaf, bro. Listen, it got to the point, bro, where I was like, "Shit, I eat the loaf. You don't want your loaf? Shit, send it to me." Shit, That's disgusting, my nigga. Yeah, bro. The crazy. loaf was about to turn my stomach the first time, but you saying that now has got me fucking yeah, repulsed. Don't love the loaf. Hey, yeah, hey, I'm bro, telling bro, you, bro, like bro. that nigga say, "Hey, man, mash it all together." The nigga came home and said, "Baby, what, what's the dinner? Put it." All in, put it all in two Tupperwares and squish <laughs> Just shake it up and everything. Nah, bro, but nah, real spill though. Uh, yeah, bro, I stopped eating meat, bro. You know, I stopped eating meat. I had went vegan uh, when I got out. I ate meat probably like for like my first like three or four months. Mm-hmm. Then I um went vegetarian because vegan on the streets, that's a whole different lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's It was just too much for me. You know what I'm saying? I like butter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, I went vegetarian though for a couple years. Then 
I kind of got burnt out on that, so I um, start like the pescatarian thing. You know yeah, I started I just eating seafood. But now, you know, I eat meat from the farm. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, bro, 100% because I'm actually raising the animals. You know, I'm actually around them to, like, you know, see where they're getting fed. Right, right. So, yeah, um, yeah, that farm thing, but that's that's a whole other dynamic, you know. See, I don't know if I had the discipline to run a farm. Yeah. Because that's a lot of responsibility. It is. That's a lot of responsibility. But I would definitely be into, like, Doing what y'all did with uh, buying the sheep, the mm-hmm. the yeah. land, man. Hey, I'll be getting a bond with the animal. I'll be like, you done nah, that yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. So that's why he can't really uh, t- he he really don't like to be uh, like taking them to the butcher and stuff, right? Right. You know. So right. that's kind of where my part come in. At. I hear that. I hear that. Because hey, I'm not up there like building a bond with them every day. Straight you know what up. I'm when I pull up, they're like, oh, they gonna fuck nigga right there. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll be <laughs> like, come here, Bambi. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they be like, every time I I see my cousin. Go with him last week. Yeah, come back. Right. yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I love you. I love you. Now yeah. you got to go with Joe. Yeah, that's how I be. But yeah, but now that I got sheep, so now I'm, I'm about to uh, see what I can do as far as like the wool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 bro. So I'm gonna see if it's some, if it's something though. You, you come know. back with one of them big fluffy ass coats. Yeah, know for what's sure. up. yeah, you know what's bro. My wife it. made that bit funny. Yeah. Oh, that's know. what's up. Yeah. Um. So you know stuff like that. You know we be making like dog food as well. Okay. With some of the stuff. Yeah, because there's certain parts of the animal that you you know you're not. You gonna, shouldn't eat. Yeah, yeah so you should, you can just kind of uh, make dog food with that. Uh, yeah, bro, the farming thing is really you know, eventually we're gonna scale we're gonna it continue up. to yeah, scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what's up, man. Shit, it's not, as soon as you said lamb, nigga, you had me sold. I'm like, damn, where can I buy some land? Listen, nigga, I, about to start yeah. putting cows in my backyard. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, we trying to get some grocery stores. We trying to get into like you know smaller grocery stores type things. Yeah, yeah. Shit, so, there's yeah. so much land in America still. Like For black sure. folks need to buy up large acres you know what i mean and we could do all of it's that shit ourselves it, yeah 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 i've yeah. been seeing that i've yeah. been seeing that I've in seen, georgia was, yeah, south carolina with 19 families in georgia yep. that got together bro they, they got like uh, uh 105 acres if yeah, i ain't mistaken acres, bro. yeah yeah bro i saw them on earn your leisure mm-hmm. i was like damn that's mm-hmm. the only place and that's another thing bro that's another thing i want to say while we speaking too bro um i definitely try to pay attention to uh to minimizing how much time I put in the entertainment. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I try to make sure that I'm feeding my brain a lot more information. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Some some news you can use. You know what I'm saying? Because taking in too much entertainment, bro, you know, that shit how you 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 it's hard to get access to the information you need to yeah. really move forward. You yeah. Know? Yeah, bro. So I'll be trying to chase information all the time. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I get caught up fucking with social media too. You know, but I try to do as much as I can. Like, I don't even watch TV, bro. Right, right. That'd be my curse. Like, if I can get away from all these damn shows and my anime (laughs) shit, don't get me started on my anime, man. Hey, don't get away from it. That's why I don't be wanting to get started with it, bro. Nigga be watching those swords and shit. I be be into it. I be at the crib ready to reenact some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm Goku, you know? See, I don't watch watch TV like that. I don't be hip on no show, but I'll be addicted to YouTube sometimes. Me too, though. Me too. That's how I am, bro. That's why I say I can't, you know, I'm still the same way because I still be like, I'm a YouTube YouTube fanatic. But the thing is, though, the one thing about YouTube is 
you can really go find some information and shit on YouTube. You right, know, and you, know you know can target, like, you can go straight to just that. You yeah, know what I mean? Bro, like, exactly with social media on. and shit, yeah, yeah, you get lost. You can find a lot of inspiration on social media, but you yeah. get lost in the shuffle. For sure, And for it sure. takes too much to, sure. to find one thing. But absolutely, absolutely. My yeah, like bullshit. My shit, like, say cheese and dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, my shit bro. poison. <laughs> you know, nah, you know it, bro. Everybody got to have the entertainment. You know right, what I'm right, right, 100%. Yeah, yeah you got to. You, and then we, we we do this for a living. Well, yeah, we do this. So yeah, you gotta be hip. You can, nah, yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. That's what sadly, I'm saying. you gotta be hip. So, so. But listen, think about what you're saying though. So you like, man, shit. My shit is all like podcasts or motherfuckers, you know, yeah. doing this. But that is what you should be looking at. Though. Right, right, right. So even though it's entertainment, it's informational for you because you can you can actually look at an example yeah. of somebody who is already what you're trying to get to. So it's mm-hmm. like. By you watching Say Cheese on a consistent basis, it's almost like he mentoring you and you don't even got to pay for nah, it. No, no, no. I mean, I ain't going to say mentoring. <laughs> I ain't saying that. I mean, just he, 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 he not necessarily the... Uh... Yeah, it's like two... I, I respect his business. Right? Yeah, yeah. Business. That's what, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah, talking yeah, about business. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not what he's doing. Some, yeah, yeah. Yeah. some of the way he's doing is, is definitely Pro- anti-black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is you, anti. Got, you gotta expect that. But nah, I mean you definitely That's saying some real business, shit. Though, yeah, and um like you say, even with YouTube, like I spend a lot of time on YouTube as well. Like I spend uh weeks straight, like yeah. I'm talking probably sixteen hours a day. Yeah. I got nothing but tutorial videos going and shit. For I, sure. Anything I can learn, like shit, yeah. I done definitely Google how to do X, Y, and Z on yeah. on a on an AC unit, my yeah. nigga. For so, sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying now. That's exactly what type of time we're supposed to be on, right? Bro. Yeah, right. Just, yeah, just binging on YouTube, you know, looking at some shit we can learn from, bro. Straight up. Now I'm about to cut all that time out with this book. You know, what so, I'm yeah, saying? for like, sure, for hey. sure. It's gonna get straight to the money, on. It's gonna tell you exactly what to do. You know, hey man, do this, 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 this. Man, and again. For fifteen dollars? For fifteen dollars, bro. 15 if you ain't trying to help yourself Yo. for fifteen dollars, you ain't trying to help yourself. That's much, how much y'all spend on a meal now. On you fast ain't food. Fast food cost about fifteen now. Bro. Every meal. The shit I be eating, I be knowing. I I, I don't even be concerned about myself, but I already know they're gonna tax the shit out of me. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. I ate a, a Chipotle bowl yesterday. It was fifteen. I was like, why is this fifteen? And why am I hungry for? It? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why, man. Look, I eat once or twice a day. You yeah. know, and I, now like I'm trying to cook more or yeah. at least eat yeah, home cook yeah. more. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, Cause all that fast food shit, that shit in and out, like. I should do, bro. That shit, bro, that shit burn up. through your body so fast. Listen, bro. You could I, be full as fuck, take a nap, and wake up hungry as a hungry bitch. Hungry as fuck. It ain't fill you up at all. Yeah, now that's real, bro. See. Hey, look, all of us ain't as fortunate and blessed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Don't make us jealous <laughs> in here, now. You know what I'm saying? No, at least me. Subway Clap it up for black love. Yeah, for real. Oh, that's real. That's real. How important is it for a brother to have a strong black queen on his side? <laughs> that's a good question, bro. So, I think it's on. <laughs> I think it's a case by case basis. Now, you know what mm. I'm saying? It's it's totally based on the personality of the person. You know, I would say for me specifically, you know, why it was important for me to have a strong black woman is because. Uh, all of the benefits that come with it as far as for me to be able to get to where I want to get at in life, you know, I got to have the qualities that are typically indicative of a strong black woman. You know what I'm saying? I got to have, 
you know, somebody that's right next to me that's like, you know, about accountability, you know, mm -hmm. somebody that's like, you know, not going to let you get away with a whole lot, you know, so you got to be disciplined, right? You got to have a level of self-discipline. You got to have a level of accountability. You got to have, you know, you can't be selfish. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't, uh, you can't, you know, be losing focus too much. You know what I'm saying? And all those things are the qualities and characteristics I feel is what it takes for me to get to the level of success that I want. So the way for me to really sharpen those things, for me to really hone those things, is for me to have, you know, like what you said, you know, a strong black woman, you know, who gonna pull those characteristics, those traits out on a consistent basis. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, so that's why I think it's important for me specifically. That's dope. Yeah. She motivates you a lot? Yeah, for sure, bro, for sure. I'd say more than motivate, more than motivate, I think, um, cause I get motivation from all kind of shit, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I think more than motivate, she more so uh, uh, do what I just said, sharpen those skills that I need, you know, to get to where I'm trying to go, you know what I'm saying? Because otherwise, you know, if you just leave it just up to yourself, to uh, hold yourself accountable. It's some people that I work for, some people that I don't work for, yeah. you know? Yeah. But um, I figured out that I work better, you know, when I got a partner, like when I'm working Straight out, up. you know what I'm saying? If Straight I'm working up. out with my dog, yeah. you know, I instantly, bro, I turn up, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. come on then, let's go, let's go. And by me amping him up, cause I'm amping myself up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but if I'm working out by myself, you know, I slack a little bit, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't get that full, you know, I don't get the best version of myself. So, right. yeah, bro, I think, you know, having a partner that can pull, like, like kind of demand for you to be the best version of yourself, shit, if you accept it as, you know, it's good for you, then shit, you gonna get what you, you know, I think you gonna get the the better parts of life. 100%. Yeah. Teddy Pendergrass said, uh, you're my latest, my latest, my greatest inspiration. That's real. That, you know what I'm saying? That was real. But they do say you find your wife, you find your blessings, and I believe that wholeheartedly. I mean, know? I think that's again, but that's that's uh, situational. Situational. Right? I do, that's I do believe that as well. I mean, when it's genuine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think we see. It's hard to say that today because we see so many superficial marriages For and sure. shit. You For know sure. what I mean? For sure. But I think that when a relationship is pure. Mm -hmm. Two people come together for the right intent, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, and both have, you know, the right focus. Whether they have similar goals and aspirations, mm -hmm. I think you can still reach each other's uh, dreams together, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But I say it to say, I think in those situations, that statement is true. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so. for sure, for sure, for sure. What's up, watch out, y'all boy about to get married? Yeah. You got me wanting to get married. I'm out there, Mike. <laughs> let me call. Let me call a little girl. See how she feeling right now. You know what I'm saying? But, Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> nah, real still, bro. It's it's you know it's it's a uh I would say like for me personally, bro. I never thought about marriage. You know what I'm saying? That right, was never right. something that I was that I ever really cared about like a hundred percent. Right. You know, I just I always had the mindset of I just I just need a uh a willing partner. You know what I'm saying? And if she you know, if her and I get married or whatever, you know, it don't make me no never mind. I just need a willing partner for me to be able to get to where I'm trying to go. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, once I got with my wife and uh, it was to the point to where she felt like, you know, this is what I, you know, this is what I require. 
then shit, it was like, you know, it ain't no reason not to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, she done did pretty much everything, you know, that I asked her to do. You know, she contributed to my life, so if this is what make her happy, shit, right. yeah, yeah, let's do it, you know right. what I'm saying? And I ain't gonna count to you, though, having that perspective there, she wasn't happy with that either, though. Like, ah, oh, damn, then you act like you don't really want to get married. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck about that shit one way or the other. I just yeah. want us to be straight, you know what I'm saying? As long as yeah. we good, we straight. Yeah. But this nigga, uh, when keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah, <laughs> man, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. You want to get married? Well, shit, I don't give a fuck, baby, that, hey, that's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She was like, what? It reminded me of the episode of Martin when he was, uh, he was uh, proposing to Gina. He was yeah. like, "Will you marry me?" Damn, damn. <laughs> she left. Yeah. She left his ass. He had to. He had to get Brian McKnight. <laughs> nah, that's real. That's Double, real. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, bro. Hey, it seemed like you made the right choice, man. Everybody yeah. had a strong queen beside him. And I'm gonna tell you what. Like one thing that. So one reason why I've always been like more inclined to the thought of getting married. Mm. The niggas that I view as successful you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying yeah and, yeah. and like i don't want to say like not to say role models but like inspirations for mm -hmm. where where we want to go you right. know what i mean and right. I'm, I'm talking about throughout life you for know sure. what i mean sure. since i was a jit every one of them had you know a, a marriage that it seemed like their relationship mm -hmm. really boosted their success you know what i mean you know bro and when you think about it bro for me particularly right Coming from our community, bro, we don't always see like a whole lot of uh, wholesome, and, yeah, yeah, the type of marriages marriage. that we want to replicate. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, exactly like what you were saying, but when you're looking at when you're looking at uh, some of the people who are like who have reached the level of success that you would like to reach, a lot of them are in you know a very healthy relationships. Yeah, and I mean, like, I'm talking like. Damn, I idol not even to say idolize, that's the wrong word, but I like I like their positioning for this level of success, right? Yeah. And right. I want to emulate something like that for, for sure. myself. Yeah. Every one of those people that I think about mm -hmm. is married or like you can tell that they're about to get married right, kind of right, thing, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. And again, the relationship benefits them, right? Yeah. So when I think about those that aren't married, right? Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, nigga, the loosey goosey, man. And I'm like, yo, yeah, I, you, you successful. I ain't gonna take away from you, yeah. my nigga. Yeah. But I never want to be where you at or nah, no for you know nah, what I'm saying. Nah. Like, yeah, they got a lot of bullshit going on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It, you can't really enjoy the success how you how you should. One hundred percent. You know, bro, I like to live stress free. Right. You know what I'm saying. And right. for the most part, bro, my life be stress free. You know, I don't, I don't really be on um, tripping on too much of nothing, bro. I hear you know, that. and I think. You know, a, a large part of that is because of the characteristics and qualities that come from being able to, uh, you know, go through the ebbs and flows of a healthy relationship. Right, right, you right, know? right. Because you got to think about it, bro. When you when you're talking about, um, let's just say marriage, right? You actually saying, shit, this is somebody who have seen you know every aspect of me you know what i'm saying it's somebody who has seen the good bad and ugly of me as a person and me and my day, most vulnerable yeah on a day-to-day -day basis bro and still decided to say that this person is a good person this person is somebody that i would want to be around forever 
You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of what uh, marriage is, bro. You know, that's, and if you can maintain that, then shit, you can run a business, bro. Straight you know, up. you got the qualities to, to, you know, maintain a successful business. Straight up. You know, because if you can, if you can talk to, if, if I can talk to my wife, if I can communicate with her on, on, you know, the different, the multiple uh, vibes or uh, feelings that she in, if I can find a way to communicate to her in that kind of way, then shit, I can communicate with employees. Right. You know what I'm saying? This dude might be feeling like this this day. This dude might be feeling like this this day. Okay, I know how to talk to you and I know how to talk to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? To get what I want to get out of you. Right. You know, and I developed that skill from being in a relationship. Straight up. So, yeah, bro. It's on um, benefits like that is what I'm is what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you. Yeah, bro. I be telling my dogs when they come home, like, bro, I already get I already you somebody, nigga. Bro, listen. <laughs> I know you gotta get some pussy. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I right. know you gotta get some pussy, bro. It just don't make sense to be chasing a bunch of different women when right. you first come home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because what's gonna happen is eventually Bro, you getting distracted. You starting off with distractions at a time when you gotta be the most focused you gotta be. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you come home and now you done got two girls pregnant within the first year. Oh, it's over. Yeah, bro, now you set up your life, you gotta chase fast money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You you gotta chase fast money now. You can't take no risks. Yeah, bro. You 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 but you finna take all the risks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And at the time when you can't take no risk, you finna take all the risks. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Whereas if you come home and you with, you know, you find you a female you can really lock in with, you know, then you can kind of start, you know, putting together for uh, a legit plan. You know what I'm saying? To really get some money. You know, so it's just about, you know, me personally, bro, I'm 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 money oriented, you know, I like to get money on. You know what I'm saying? I like to try to figure out ways to get to the money. I also, so in me liking money, I learned that, well, the money is attracted to value. So right. I'm always looking to see, okay, well, how can I add value? You right. know what I'm saying? But to start figuring that shit out, you gotta give yourself some time, you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta be able to to really plan it out. You know what Man, I'm saying? Yeah. About it. Yeah, bro, so if you, if you, you come home and you hitting two or three different females. Man, I had a partner, bro, and it hurt me. He, I can't call him a partner now because he flawed as fuck. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, a dude who I feel like I done sacrificed for, and, and you know, I was willing to, to, to open my resource to, you know what I'm saying? I was telling him, bro, man, look, you got to operate like this, operate like this, but don't, don't, you know, man, he going to hit me one day. He ain't been out, he, he hadn't been out a year. He going to hit me. He done got a girl locked up. Know what I'm saying? He got yeah. locked up, got a girl locked up, you know, and now he got a, he trying to bond her out, you know. He need me to send some bread to help her bond out. And I'm like, bro, you know, you know, yeah. people be hitting me, you know what I'm saying? I look out, bro. Anytime I can, I look out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But damn, bro, look at the kind of decisions you making. Right. All behind you get out and you chasing pussy, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? You acting like you trying to get some money with her, but you put in a situation, now she locked up. And. He ain't got the bread for her. You can't do nothing for her. Know what I'm saying? And, you know, I understand, I understand the game. You know, I understand the game. I'm just saying, damn, bro, you got to at least be able to, to, if worse come to worse, you know, once you 
got to really face the truth. Okay, well, damn, I can at least be able to still do, you know, what I need to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro, I just said that to say, um, focus, bro. Yeah, bro. Just, I ain't trying to tell a dude that you just got to get married when you first get out. Right, right. I don't think that's going, I don't think that's realistic. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but just don't get out and be chasing pussy. You know what I'm right. saying? Be focused on getting some money. Right. You know, be focused on, on accomplishing you know, some goals, you know, mm-hmm. building the habits that's necessary for you to have a successful life. You know, put yourself in a position to look out for the people who was looking out for you while you were jammed up. Yeah. Bro, I got an auntie, but I used to send me, um, my Aunt Maddie used to send me, uh, uh, like these Bible studies, bro. Yeah. She used to send me like three, um, every week, dog. I'm talking about male envelopes be looking thick like this. Yeah. And I think I got all kind of females on the streets. Yeah. I'm like, nah, bro, it's from my auntie. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, some some Bible studies, bro. And she should be sending me that every week, every week, bro. And it's just, you know, that's somebody who I want to be able to, if she need me for anything, I want to be able to do for her. Right, right, You know what I'm right. saying? If she ever call, bro, my auntie have an issue with her AC, she already know who to call. Yeah, straight you know what up. Ghostbusters. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna pull up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, bro. Nigga pull up. <laughs> nah, for sure, for sure. So I just want to be able to, to do for the people who was doing for me, you know what right. I'm saying, when I couldn't do for myself. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, bro. Like I said, the information in that book, that's what allowed me to do that, bro. Hey, that you know is. Saying? Hey, that's real a hell spill. of a story for it. Yeah. Yeah, real spill. Anybody that's uh watching that's an author, like how would they go about writing a book? Damn, that's a good question, bro. So I had no idea, right? I'm gonna tell you exactly what I did. That networking group I was telling you about to earn your leaves the university mm-hmm. out. I was on, I was in that, but it wasn't that one. It was another one. Oh, Nehemiah Davis, Wall Street Chapel, and David Shands. Um, they put together like a mastermind, right? And it was like okay. a networking opportunity, and it was all uh like a like on Zoom call or like a, and they built like a Facebook group around it. Yeah, I tapped in on the Facebook group. Start networking with people instantly. I found a lady who can do my book. She said, I can do everything from beginning to end. Mm. I said, damn, how much you want? 1700 Bad. So That's it was just sure. like that, bro. So only thing I did was I uh, started off by writing down everything that I, uh, everything that I usually would be telling a dude on how to install the system. Because right, I'm at right, work, right. I'm training a dude anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, but you don't know nothing. Okay, look, this is what you gotta do. Right. Do this right here. You don't, uh, you got tools, what tools you got? Okay, you take that and that, I need you to go do this and go do this. I'm gonna go do this, right? So the same information I would be verbally telling the helper, I just wrote it down on paper. After I wrote it down on paper, I had uh, uh, a girl named Ishna who I did a podcast with way back in the day. People should tap in with her too. Um, I can't think of her social media right now, but I think it's like Ishna, YKL. And she be uh, she like she write for, she can write up anything. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I had her uh. She got glasses. Yeah, she got glasses. Yeah, I went to high school with her. Oh, you know? Okay, yeah. yeah she I went to high school. With yeah, yeah, yeah. She real good people, real good people. She wrote the forward in my book actually. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, what grade was she in? Uh, she was I think she was like a year ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she um, what school you went to? Wilson. Wilson. 
She probably did go to Wolfson. Yeah. She probably did go to Wolfson. She definitely a Wolfson type. <laughs> yeah, Wolfson yeah. type. Is yeah. I'm saying, I'm from, I'm from, I mean, I went to Rewild. You know yeah, 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 yeah. So I said, you know, that's it. Why I might know y'all done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I actually had her. Uh, <laughs> I, I some the manuscript, the shit I wrote, mm-hmm. sent it to her. She typed it up for me. You know what I'm saying? She ain't charged me. She charged me little nothing, bro. Yeah. Then I took what she typed up and uh. Send it to an editor off of Fiverr. Okay. Right? That went nothing. That cost me, at this point, I done spent less than $500. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the editor on Fiverr gave me back an email, a PDF. Yeah. I took that, what the editor uh, gave me, and sent it to this lady, um, Yolanda Johnson, who I met on uh, in this little networking group. Right. Yeah. So I sent it to her, and then she took care of everything else. She would all always hit me like for uh, recommendations, like suggestions. She was like, "Okay, here go five different, uh, five different um, covers." You okay. Know, like you know, so what she designed the cover. Yeah. She, she helped. Sent, yeah. She did everything. everything. Distrib- she helped you to get the distribution. Yeah. And she put everything. it on. Yeah. She put it on uh, on Amazon.com. Right. She put it on Amazon. She put it on Kindle. Uh, she put it on Barnes and Noble. Right. Um, yeah, she did that. So uh, and set up the account for me and everything. Got you, got you. Did you buy a, a few copies to have on hand for yourself, or um, is is how is it? How does it work? Is it? Do you have an inventory of books, or yeah, yeah. is it print to order? So uh, what I do is I order. Um, author's copies off of Amazon and it'd be little or nothing. Got you, you got you. So I order those and then I have a stack for myself. Right, You know, and then I go around, you know, I sell them hand in hand. People hit me up on Instagram. You know, people hit me up on my website. For sure. People hit me up, you know, however they tap in with me. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, they hit up my wife. Right. And, um, yeah, bro, you you can call me on the phone. Hey, man, I got somebody said something. My cousin hit me the other day. Hey, man, um, this dude, you know, uh, uh, his son just got out of an incarceration situation. He want to get his son on the right track. You know, um, he want to know what's up with a the book. There you go. I say, where you here in Duval? Oh, I got plenty of books down there. Yeah, he yeah. have a book in his hand today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, just like that, bro. That's what's up. Yeah, so uh, I, I, um, she set up everything for me. And uh, <coughs> it was pretty much, I didn't really have to uh, do too much thinking about it at that point. Shout out to Ernie Leisure and their Facebook group. Shout out yeah. to Yolanda Johnson for setting this up. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And in total, how much would you say you spent to produce the book? All together, bro, I'll say around about twenty five hundred. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Because that that took care of. Uh, that's about how much. Uh, what's it called? About sound like a book cost about two twenty five hundred, three thousand. Yeah, yeah, bro. And you could, yeah, range, you could have yeah. did. I mean, it's just about how much work you want to do on it, right? Right, right. I could have got it for a lot cheaper than that if I was willing to do a lot willing to do a lot more of the lead work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I hear that. Yeah. I was like, bro, I'll be having too much to do. Right. You know, right. so I try to automate as many processes as possible. So if this is something you do, okay, you can take it from a manuscript to a book. Right. And take care of everything. What you want for it? Right. Seventeen hundred? There you go. Yeah, straight yeah, up. That was straight up. Yeah, no problem. You know, then I also paid for uh I had to have somebody type it up because I type slow as fuck. I was trying to type it myself. Yeah. Shit, it take me it take me 10 days to type two pages. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I'd be like this. Typewriter type. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, I had to pay somebody to do that. You know, then I edited myself 
you know, because I feel like I got fairly decent grammar, even though I probably don't speak as proper as I should. You know, I, I done read so many different types of books that I can tell when I'm reading uh, the proper way. You know, I can tell when something is structured, how it's supposed to be structured. So I wrote out everything, uh, I edited it, um, and I thought it was good after I edited it, but I still sent them off and um, <clears throat> an editor on Fiverr, and then this lady, she had two different people edit it. So it got edited, you know, three times. That's and I was, yeah, so I was like, damn, I, I probably couldn't have did that good of a job. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so, um, uh, yeah, with that, I would say I paid for that. Uh, all together, bro, yeah, probably about 2500 Would you say it was worth it to, to, to do the bro, way you went? I look at it from a whole different perspective. You know what I'm saying? I was looking at it the whole time as me making this book come to fruition would be me proving that I'm a god. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? right. So for me to be able to take this thought that was in my mind and manifest it into something that we actually holding in our hands right now, right. right? That made me feel like I ain't even tripping about what it's gonna take for me, to, how much it's gonna cost to get it done. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? So it was it was never a question about, oh, well, uh, was it, you know, was the value there, you know, was it gonna be worth me doing it? Because the whole time looking at it like, you know, this proves, you know, I, I feel like that's a, a characteristic of of God, yeah, you know, yeah. to take a thought in your mind and manifest it into something that you can actually physically see and touch, you know, that's Godship. Straight so, up. So I was like, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't even thinking nothing about how much it's gonna cost, bro. Straight up, that's yeah. some real shit. Yeah, for sure. That's some real shit. Hey, it costs to be the boss anyway, right? You gotta so. believe it. And I damn so be feeling like I'm the boss. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so from the last interview we did, apparently it's like easy to get do a book signing? You did a book signing? Nah, I ain't never did no book signing, but I peeped that though. When I seen that, I was like, shit, I probably been slipping all this time. Hey, shit, we gonna have to yeah. connect some dots and get yeah. you set up, man. Like, man Barnes and Noble, here we come. Yeah, I probably need to be doing a little book signing. For real, you know for real. I, I mean, I definitely think you got something that you could have a great turnout for yeah. and putting it up on a on a public scale like that. Yeah. I mean, you yourself could set up a tour doing that, like yeah. you was talking about. Definitely, that's you the know goal. What I mean? yeah, that's what and uh, even if it's in a small region or a small market, you could reach out to everybody mm-hmm. and do that much yourself to where, yeah. like, for those that, for one, I think your target demographic is going to come out the instant they see it. I think that'll be huge. Yeah, yeah. But I also think that you'll get a larger group of people that want to avoid the prison system period you yeah, know what i'm sure. saying for sure that are looking for ways to get out of the streets or to occupy their time so they don't have to look towards that you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah because sure. niggas definitely get low and say hey i know i can flip a pack you i know, know what i saying? can do it yeah like, that's why i say brother man um you know i want to make sure i give y'all guys the, the appropriate level of appreciation you know because for what you guys is doing or for what you guys are doing um you know allowing me to raise awareness for me to be able to go do something like that you know because that's eventually you know what i'm looking to do uh be able to um bring this information to people on a larger scale you know and platforms like this allow me to kind of reach that um that demographic that i'm trying to tap in with 100 yeah for sure i definitely appreciate some listeners some of y'all need to get a job i need to get a job i'm gonna tell you some real spell bro man if if you just learn this skill, bro. I went from 
like, you know, not to say that I was like no evil dude or nothing, you know, like I was just, you know, wild, you know, wide open, you know, cause I wasn't doing nothing super duper crazy, but I kind of was in the streets a little piece. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, during my upbringing, bro, my teenage years, I was kind of looked at in my family as the troublemaker. Excuse me. You know, I wasn't into a whole lot that was positive, you know, although I had uh, good potential, you know, People could see that I was a smart dude. People could see that if I apply myself, that I could accomplish, you know, whatever I want to accomplish. But at the same time, I wasn't looking to uh, put that to use, you know, for anything good. So, you know, people I'm sure looked at me as someone that wasn't really um, uh, that much of a positive person, you know, a positive impact. Mm -hmm. After I got out, bro, and I started doing this, and I started getting known for like, oh, uh, Oh, Lil Joe can put in the AC. Oh, Lil Joe can um, take care of the air conditioning. Bro, now, when my family talk about me, it's a whole different vibe, you know what I'm saying? It's a whole different, you know, now when they talk about me, it's always positive, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like bro, me and my wife got married, we got married in Colorado, you know, flew our family out there, you know, yeah. that was a whole yeah. other bill. I don't yeah. even want to start talking about that, bro. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, bro, we got our family. Paid. That's making my head hurt. Yeah, I'm bro, telling you. Getting yeah. our family out there, bro, and, and you know, all our family from Florida, they never been around snow, never really seen mountains. For me to be able to do that with my family, mm -hmm. um, bro, just for us to have that memory. And then even bigger than that, after we, um, you know, after the wedding and everything, we all, my, my whole family came back to the farm and all of us sat around and talked about credit, you know what I'm saying? Talked right, about business, right. yeah, talked about, yeah. you know, uh, what we all got going on, how we can get some money together. That was really the big thing for me. Yeah. Cause I really ain't give a fuck about the wedding. Like, excuse me, you my wife over there. I did give a fuck about the wedding, man. I, Boy, she gonna not, be true. I meant to say, what I was saying was, <laughs> what I really. <laughs> Boy, that's a blunder. That's a crazy hey, blunder. Not that I didn't give a fuck about the wedding. <laughs> What I really, what I really was focused on, bro. What I really, what I really was looking forward to the entire time was being able to get both of our families together and really talk about, you know, business. You know, talk ways about to, yeah, ways we can help each other. You know, mm. build our family and stuff like that, bro. That really was something out, and that came because of the way. You know what I'm saying? So right. that was really, you know, a big day for both of us. You yeah, know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah, bro. But um, yeah, bro. So I was just saying that to say, like, nah, the way my family talk about me now, bro, is like, you know, I be handling business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you care anything about, you know, being that kind of person, you know, for your family, you know, being that kind of person that your family look at like that. And for then, yourself. Yeah, and for yourself, but absolutely. Then the information right there, bro, you just gotta apply yourself. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? So I definitely got to salute everybody already who done, you know, because I got uh, a lot of friends who done already got the book, you know, just to support. And some people who really like, you know, trying to say, okay, let me see if I can, you know, do something with this. Yeah, yeah, bro. So I definitely got to salute them, you know what I'm saying? And my sure. wife definitely been uh, spreading the word as well, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, she probably done sold more books than I have. <laughs> That's you know what what's up. Saying? Yeah, That's for what's sure. Up. For sure, bro. So That's definitely. That's it. Hey, man. Yeah, y'all see it. <laughs> you talking about a round of applause. Yeah, man, a yeah. round of applause, man. Yeah, it's been sure. a good episode, man. We want to wrap it up. I think we're about hour 36. Real quick, I do want to say these are the kind of success stories we want to hear. Like, uh, and, yeah. you know, not to like stereotype, like, uh, I don't want to fuck up the stigmatize. word. Stigmatize? Yeah, stigmatize like your situation or anything, but 
you know, it's definitely people that reach out to us and they like, yo, I've been in prison. Like, I want to tell my story. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not to take away from anyone, but we've had people that only want to tell us the negative side of their story. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. like, this should be like we have moments of laughter to where it could be entertaining but for the most part this is educational mm-hmm. and this is one of those things to where it's like if nothing else anybody watching in can salute what you're doing respect what you're doing and gain a bit of uh, insight for themselves you mm-hmm. know that's huge to me mm-hmm. for sure so, i appreciate that bro. yeah yeah for real that. like hey I, I i'm just being real i don't care how many niggas you don't beat up you know what i mean like yeah. this is just for the listeners and shit. Yeah. i don't care how many yeah. niggas you don't beat up or you know what you did out in the streets and shit yeah, like yeah, that yeah. you know that shit don't move me you know what i mean and right. it, it don't move it don't add up to nothing bro come on it man man i was looking at this dude with andre norman bro it has mm-hmm. another dude who i really be listening to a lot you know and this dude he was in prison right he did like 14 years i think he had like a life sentence he had like 50 years or something yeah. but he did like 14 years and got out and went to harvard bro and, amazing. Yeah, bro. And and he was like, man, one day I woke up and realized I was the king of nowhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's really what it be, bro. You be the king of nowhere. Yeah, straight you know? up. Because, straight up. Man, I was, nah, like I said, bro, I don't really be on that rapping shit. But, I mean, I had a bar, bro, that was impactful to me, you know, because I was I was saying to myself, it's a sad feeling when you known for some soldier shit, but got to call granted to send money for deodorant. You know what I'm mm. saying? That's some real that, shit. That shit real, bro. You know, it's telling you how it is. At FSP, you got to ask the police to flush the toilet just telling you how I live. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's real life, bro. It ain't, it ain't, what's, what's, you know, what's the value in being, you know, the dude that's, that's known for regulating in the streets, you know? But then you in the chain gang and you got to ask the police to flush the toilet, bro. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It ain't, it ain't. It ain't no value in it. Straight up, you know? that's so, some real shit. Yeah, bro, it just come time where you gotta, if you got half a brain, bro, it just don't make sense to do anything that would that would continue to uh, jeopardize your freedom. Yeah. You know, If you can figure out a way to do something else, bro, you should. And there's plenty of blueprints out here. Exactly. Know what I'm saying? So it's yeah, wonderful. bro. That's definitely yeah. That's it's definitely wonderful. what I'm into, bro. Trying to make this one on. Man, shit. This is probably one of the best ones. It, it being 15, man. That, like dog, the affordability of it, the value in it. I think yeah. it speaks volumes yeah. uh, for your character, what you doing, your journey. Mm-hmm. But man, this shit, what we need as people, period. Especially as black people, man. Yeah, for pick sure. Pick up a I book it. and pick this one up. Goddamn it. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Man. For sure. Where they can get the book at again? VisionTransition.com, man. V i s i o n, transition. T r a n s i t i o n. Y'all ain't even know I had got third place in the spelling bee when I was in fifth grade type oh, okay, shit. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, you wasn't no Aquila, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we respect that. Yeah. We respect that. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna give you a no, little quick, quick round of applause. <laughs> okay, then. Okay, then. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah, bro. bro I appreciate y'all. I'm bro. ignorant. During the spelling bee test, I ain't do it. So, because I want to play Game Boy. See, yeah. I don't think I ever was involved like in a spelling bee, but I can smell, I can smell like a motherfucker. Yeah. 
Yeah, I did a little because you had to do a little test. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. See, I probably was too bad to do that. That man said he was a game boy. Hey, I seen you tell the man one time too, talking about he was getting in trouble because he had no game boy. Yeah, bro. This yeah, bro I ain't true. had no game boy neither. All right, man. Don't don't validate this nigga's hey, statement, man. bro. That's hey. why you did them ten years to be on a game boy. You proving my point. Yeah, I'm like, damn, bro. I thought you was gonna hey. say something on my side. That nigga was like, nah, you. Right, you right, you right. Niggas without Game Boys <laughs> fucked up. You know? yeah. I'm better punching yeah. them niggas in the bed. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I had a Super Nintendo, though. I had a Super Nintendo, Nintendo bro, 64. Bro, stop saying. You just, you add no to See, I had it. all that, too. No, the Everything game. Everything I said, you yeah. were saying. We're going we gonna to wrap it up on this. The Game Boy is what kept you out of trouble outside of the house. So while yeah, your mom, so your mom nah, say, real. go outside, you take real, the Game Boy with you. If you and your mom be in, in the store shopping, you, you can't got take your game boy. Nah, yeah, you can't yeah. take the N sixty four. Now you got the game. The game boy kept me out of trouble a lot of times. <laughs> I, hey, I ain't never put two and two together like that, bro. Yeah. Add up the four. See, yeah, see, yeah, not yeah. that right. Yeah, I remember I was in. We was we were living in River Oaks apartments. Me and my homie. Are you staying in River Oaks? Yeah, I used to stay in River Oaks. When? Uh, early two thousands, like like ninety seven through like maybe like two thousand two, maybe. Small world, ain't it? Yeah, but now I stayed on done. I stayed out uh, in Key Haven though. Key, oh yeah, I remember Key yeah, Haven. Yeah, I stayed in Key Haven. So Key Haven. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for this sure. nigga Dun Dun Avenue, uh, indigenous. Like yeah. <laughs> so, me and it was me and the homies. Uh, Pokemon just came out, so we got the link cable. So we traded Pokemon. <laughs> Our other homies, they don't went. They were like you. They were like y'all coming with us. Mm. Nah, they were, it was like, nah, we, nah, we, we trading the Pokemon. We playing Pokemon. We playing Pokemon. They were like, man, y'all corny. So yeah, they, see, so that would the, They done went to the other side of River Oaks. They say, you know, we just see like two police officers yoking them up. Mm. They was over there uh, throwing rocks at people's cars, smoking. <laughs> yeah. I was like, see, we would have went over there. Yeah. It would have been the same <laughs> see, thing. See, if we didn't have changed. these Game Boys. Nah, that's real. That's real, bro. Game Boy kept us out of trouble. I never looked at it that way, but that's real, bro. That's real. Cause damn, if I had a game, boy, I probably wouldn't have been doing some of that hot shit. Uh, yeah, you're right. I guess <laughs> hey, this nigga, this nigga, said, I don't hang with people that didn't have a Game Boy. <laughs> hey man, both of y'all, those too, are not my y'all friends. Y'all didn't have the Game Boy. Y'all two solid dudes. So salute to y'all. For sure, like that, yeah. so, bro. Y'all definitely solid dudes, man. Yeah, for sure. Like, well, appreciate so, you. Yeah. I got shaking hand, man. You're yeah, good. For sure, You're good. Sure, I appreciate man. that. I appreciate that. Business shakes, you know. It's been a, a dap off the camera. Yeah, this has been another episode of Random Master Podcast. Did the Jaguars winning? Uh, shit, we, we man, gonna, I ain't even check it. We're going to find out off camera because I don't want to see us to be losing and all three of us start crying. Right, yeah. right. Hey, go ahead and plug everything again. Let the people know where they can find you at. Drop your website one more time so they don't forget it. Yes, go sir. out and get you a copy. $40 on Amazon, $15 on visiontransition.com. For sure, for sure. That's exactly it, bro. Visiontransition.com. Um, you can catch me on Instagram, IG at Vision Transition. That's mostly where I be at. Um, also, you know, if you're interested in the whole farming thing, you know, if you're trying to get some uh, uh, lamb, uh, sometimes we'll be having pork, chicken, uh, you know, any kind of thing like that, you're looking to get some some natural organic stuff, you can tap in with me um, on IG as well at Everett Acres. Uh, but yeah, other than that, that's mostly everything right there. There we go, man. Yeah, for sure, man. HVAC guy. Yeah, I definitely be on the anything HVAC, man. I'm on 
just move around the world, you know, trying to spread the information. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's yeah, dope. So. Again, we appreciate you following through. Appreciate you dropping the book and spreading yes, the knowledge. Coming on here, East Course coming soon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's gonna be coming real soon as well. East Course is coming. Yeah, for sure, man. So y'all tap in. Um, hey, with all that said, we out. We out.